Hello, welcome to the channel, Masters of the Universe Club. This is a book club episode and my name is Keith Fredrickson. My goal is to help you master your universe in bite-sized chunks. Every week I go chapter by chapter through a recommended book and I discuss one small thing that inspired me and hopefully will inspire you to take action in your life. If you're listening to the audio version, we are reading the book Holistic Dental Care by Nadine Artemis, and we are reading, we're up to chapter three. Uh, actually, chapter three is, the title of chapter three is May Be Harmful If Swallowed. So please buy the book through my affiliate link uh, below, and that will help my channel read along with me, and master your universe in the process. If you want to hear a more deep dive discussion, please consider joining my Patreon, which will also be linked below. Okay, so I'm going to read some excerpts from chapter three, may be harmful if swallowed. If toothpaste is the magic cleaner for our teeth, why is the incidence of cavities at an all-time high? Indeed, why? And why do most brands of toothpaste come with a big warning label that reads, may be harmful if swallowed? The chemicals used in commercial toothpastes are not the sorts of things you want in your mouth. These synthetic ingredients are more appropriate for industrial purposes than for cleaning the delicate tissues of the body or cultivating oral health. After learning about these chemical ingredients, I switched to toothpaste from the health food store only to realize later that they also contained synthetic and harmful ingredients. I also noticed that even if a product did contain herbal extracts, which she supports, the extracts were not in amounts that would, be bene- that would benefit the oral ecology in any effective way. So here's something that's interesting. So he, she, lists, um, she lists a bunch of... Uh, deleterious or or harmful chemicals that are commonly found in toothpaste. Fluoride is one of them. Propylene glycol, FD and C color pigments, triclosan, artificial sweeteners, ethanol, detergents and surfactants, trisodium phosphate. Now each, there's a list, but each one of them is, um, is uh, the list of of um, these items, these harmful chemicals, also uh, includes a description of why it's harmful. Um, so, so I'm not just—it's not just a list, of course. Glycerin, calcium, flavorings, uh, carbamer, hydrated silica, carrageenan, carrageenan. I don't even know how to pronounce some of these things. Um, one thing that was interesting is that having this book actually helped me evaluate some toothpaste that we recently bought in my family, which did include one thing that jumped out to me, something called xylitol, which she, re- which she, um, which she references. Xylitol is found in many fruits and veggie- veggies, and for industrial uses, it is manufactured from hardwood trees and corn cobs. Neither sorbitol or xylitol are completely absorbable, so if they are swallowed, they can cause a range of gastrointestinal problems, especially in children, including diarrhea, abdominal pain, and bloating. Some toothpaste manufacturers 
claim that xylitol is beneficial for the teeth and gums, killing bacteria, alkalinizing the saliva, and encouraging remineralization of the teeth. These claims are rather misleading since two clinical trials found no conclusive, conclusive evidence of this. I actually came away from this section of the book determining that perhaps xylitol is not one of the most uh, harmful things that are, is sometimes included. Um, and you, don't, you would like to avoid it, certainly, but the toothpaste we recently bought is um, perhaps better than most since that was the only thing that jumped out at me. Um, so the book was actually useful to me and my family in that in that respect. But I will do you one better, and I will read a little another quick section that um, delivers some advice. Uh, this is all from chapter three. It is better to use a dry toothbrush than a wet one. Gently stroking your teeth with a dry toothbrush and rinsing thoroughly will remove more bacteria and plaque than using a wet brush with regular toothpaste. If you want to add something to your brush, try a little baking soda. Saliva is biochemically similar to baking soda, and that makes baking soda harmonious and congruent with the oral environment and a great tool for keeping your teeth clean. It is also alkaline, and she talks a lot about the pH of your mouth and why that's important in the book, which is exact. Uh, it is also alkaline, which is exactly what the saliva needs, better yet. Add a drop of botanical oil to a dry brush and you will get antifungal, antiviral, antibacterial, and lipophilic benefits that will penetrate the gums. So, um, and I'll actually go on. Uh, this is running a little bit long for this typical length of this podcast, but um, I'll go on. It is less than ideal to brush your teeth right after a meal. If you brush too soon after eating, the saliva will not have time to recalibrate to its slightly alkaline level of pH 7. You can rinse with salt water to neutralize the saliva again and floss if desired. So don't brush your teeth right after you eat. That's some advice from the book. Please buy the book through my affiliate link, which will help the channel. Read along with me and master your universe. If you want to hear a more deep dive discussion, please consider joining my Patreon, which will also be linked in the description. If there is a book that changed your life, please leave it in the comments and I will add it to my list to to read on the channel. Thanks.